Hey, fam. It is Phoenix Kalita um, of the Wine Cellar. However, this is a, uh, what, swap episode, a Phoenix Kalita episode, all that good stuff. Um, so just some sex worker news, sex worker updates, and I'm going to uh, hopefully... I- I'm just going to say I'm going to apologize in advance because two of the stories that I have to cover are just fucking awful, and this, of course, is just about... Um, bringing awareness to the danger that uh, sex workers face, right? So, okay. Um, First of all, good news. I guess we'll start with that. Susan Sarandon apparently has done a little bit of a backtrack with her stance on sex work. She is um, openly saying that uh, sex work is work and is calling for decriminalization. Was uh, signal-boosting Lysistrata, which is like a legit um, sex worker-run organization. So... I don't know what's going on there. It's very interesting to see, um, you know, a lot of people, when she first started tweeting about it, were thinking, like, did she mean to decrim the way Kamala did it, like, all disingenuously, where she just means decriminalizing sex workers, so basically pushing for, like, a Nordic model, but it sounds like Susan Sarandon is actually, um, actually pushing for legitimate decrim and was signal-boosting sex workers and sex worker organizations, so that's actually kind of amazing, um, Yeah. I don't, I mean, I have, I still have some skepticism because a couple years ago she seemed to be tight with Somali mom, who, um, if you don't know who that is, she was a uh, anti-trafficking profiteer, if you will, and basically ran an organization that would quote unquote rescue girls from brothels and then, you know, put them in sweatshops and whatnot. And uh, mom kind of rose to prominence by saying that like she herself had been, um, as a teenager had been trafficked and was shipped around brothels and, you know, the very much of like the stereotypical like trafficking story, you know, it's looking like a, that Liam Neeson movie Taken where it's like chained to a bed and having sex with 30 men a day, uh, you know, that sort of narrative and a bunch of girls from her organization that had been rescued were coming with similar stories. It turns out the whole thing was basically bullshit. Somali mom was raised by in a two parent household, graduated high school, So she was in high school living with both of her parents at this time. She was uh, allegedly being trafficked. And then, you know, some of the stories the other girls were telling turned out to be false. Like, the one I remember, because it was just so like, what the fuck, was um, one of the uh, individuals who was allegedly saved uh, from trafficking had, like, something was wrong with their eye, you know, like you could visibly look at it and see. And the story that they were pushing was that she had been uh, stabbed in the eye by either a pimp or a client. I don't remember which. And that they wouldn't allow her to get medical treatment. So she just had to like lay there fucked up with uh, like her eye bleeding out all over the place from getting stabbed while she had sex with like 15 men that day. Uh, it turns out that she had actually had like a tumor in her eye and had had uh, surgery, but... Anyways, that was Somali mom, and I know Susan Sarandon has done photo ops with her and supported mom's work in the past, so I don't know, maybe she found out Somali mom was actually a fraud and has changed. I, I, you know, I can't guarantee. I can just be cautiously optimistic, and that's where I'm going to leave it. (coughs) So hopefully, and of course, hopefully, because you know me, if she actually has changed her um, tune on this, I hope that she's talking to Bernie. You know what I mean? Because that would be awesome. Um, And, you know, at least at the very, very least, I mean, obviously we need more, but to get people really talking about um, 
uh, ending SESTA-FOSTA. We definitely do need the decrim conversa uh, conversation as well. But, um, yeah, definitely also um, to at least the harm reduction, right? And to start the conversation, because a lot of people don't understand what decrim means. They don't understand what legalization entails. You know, they don't know what the fuck the Nordic model is. Like, there's so much to talk about with the general public. So, yeah. All right. Um, now, the rest of my sex worker news, which is fucking horrible. I'm sorry. But um, I... DeKalb County, Georgia, I just have to cover this story because I honestly... I'm honestly shocked and appalled at the way that they handled it. And I know, like, I shouldn't be, right? I should be a fucking hardcore cynic by now. But this is actually so bad. And this is a WSB-TV2 Atlanta uh, and this article is written by Nicole Carr, who apparently hates sex workers. And this is the headline. Two deaths, dozens of prostitutes and neighbors living in fear. When will it end? <sighs> DeKalb County, Georgia. Members of a DeKalb County community told uh, Channel 2 Action News they're watching prostitutes work, solicit around children, and even get killed. If you're watching sex workers get killed, maybe you should call the cops. I mean, I know I'm really fucking anti-cops, but... If someone is being murdered, they can't really further escalate the situation more than it's already fucking escalated. Like, you know? Like, what the fuck? All right. So it says, over the past several years, two women were murdered in the community. There have been murders of two prostitutes in this area, said neighbor Wayne Powell. And nobody can say sex workers. Like, just fucking say sex workers. Ugh. <clears throat> um, what happened in 2017? Neighbors found the body in an Olston Drive backyard. Her murder is unsolved. The second woman's killing happened a few months ago. A Decatur man has been charged for that murder. Now, peep how they're so, like, fucking concerned about sex workers being killed, allegedly, but they didn't even say these women's names. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? The whole conversation is about sex workers being killed and how it's making people feel unsafe, but you can't even say their fucking names? Okay, Nicole Carr? Uh, Channel 2 Action News reported on both murders and spoke with the family of one of the women killed. We are not connecting those reports to this piece in order to protect, protect their identities. No, you're not. They're already dead. How are you going to protect the identity of a dead person? And you've already reported on it. So if somebody wants to dig back through archives, they can find the names. Like, what the fuck? <sighs> and since someone, ha and since someone has been charged, whoever he killed, um that person's name is going to fucking show up in the court papers. Like, what the fuck? To protect their identities. All right. Um, with that sort of violence and all the solicitation happening in their backyards, neighbors say they fear for safety, but they've struggled to get action. What the fuck are you scared for? The people, the people who are killing sex workers aren't going to kill y'all. They're not going to kill civilians. Maria Rosotto said about a gas station in her neighborhood, it's literally a drive through there's a, solicit, a lot of solicitation going on at the gas station. Uh, neighbors in South DeKalb County community say there's more for sale than just gas. Whoa, edgy. Uh, someone said, oh, this is still Risotto. I've seen it at the side of the sickle where cars line up, uh, like two, three drive up. A girl leans over the window, gets in, and the next car drives up. Next girl. They say they see it in early mornings when school kids are waiting for the bus. So just fucking tell them that they're commuting somewhere and that these girls need a ride or something. Like, you don't even have to, like, be fucking, like, oh, they're sucking dick for money. Like, what the fuck the kids know about it? 
Um, just a short distance away, I accounted as many three women I would assume were prostitutes. Oh, so you don't even fucking know. So this could legitimately people be people getting fucking rides. And you don't even fucking know. Okay, Powell. Uh, they also said they see it at late night on street corners, driveways, and outside businesses. Well, you know what? Y'all niggas wanted to pass Sesta Foss to deal with the fucking consequences. Uh, you've seen nudity? Ask Channel 2's Nicole, Nicole Carr, who wrote this shitty-ass article. Uh, Risotto said, yes, I have. I've seen sex acts happening next to a local business here. Channel 2 set up our own cameras to try and capture the complaints in the White Oak Hills and Belvedere Park neighborhood. Wait a minute. So y'all set up cameras, so basically you're going to be filming free porn without uh, people who are engaged in these sex acts knowing that they're being filmed? That's a really horrible way to get stuff into your uh, spank bank. All right. A Channel 2 photographer also wrote along with DeKalb County Police to see the problem from an officer's perspective. Yeah, the officer's perspective is that the news media is involved and they can't rape sex workers without impunity anymore. That's the fucking officer's perspective. Channel 2 went to a March crime and safety meeting where neighbors took their concerns uh, and police listened to human trafficking and security experts. Now, peep this. They're talking about human trafficking, but in this whole time, they haven't mentioned seeing a single fucking pimp anywhere. Just women. Uh, on street corners and gas stations getting into cars. But now it's a human trafficking issue, even though there's no pimps present, there's no human traffickers present. Okay, I see you. Uh, neighbor, neighbors hired their own security patrols. They report illegal, act, uh, illegal activity on the next door app. Snitches. Fucking snitches. <clears throat> um, neighbors told us the biggest roadblock in addressing it is the court system. The police officers told us quite often when we rest, arrest a prostitute before we can uh, complete filling out the paperwork, they, they've had a signature bond and they're back out on the street. They said they're not notified when the prostitutes go before judges. Why? So you could put them in prison? Like, what the fuck? Uh, one neighbor sent us an email chain asking when one suspect would be in court. She told us she never got a response. Rosotto said she went through the court watch program to be trained on how to participate in the system. And then you don't even get any emails. Like two years later, maybe I've gotten one email and it was the morning of, she said. Neighbors said judges are often making decisions without impact statements. What is your fucking impact statement going to be? I saw her get into a car with a man. I saw a woman I didn't know get into a car with a man I didn't know and it made me uncomfortable so you need to put her in prison. Is that your fucking impact statement? Um... So Risotto said, uh, it's impossible. If we knew ahead of time, we could certainly have letter-writing campaigns and so forth. Channel 2 took the neighbor's concerns to DeKalb County solicitor Donna Coleman-Stribling, whose office handles prostitution cases. She refused our requests for an on-camera interview, but her office sent a statement. Since taking office, we have broadened the community prosecution unit and will have three prosecutors dedicated to various communities, fielding questions, concerns, and working to hold offenders accountable. While we have not been contacted about any specific cases, we have worked closely with the community on a number of concerns. Our officers take a smart, balanced approach <laughs> to the prosecution of our misdemeanor cases, including prostitution. Often our goal is rehabilitating individuals through one of our seven diversion programs. One such program is Phoenix. We strive to balance the community's needs and the need to create an environment where participants can fully and honestly engage in the hard work of lifestyle change. Are you giving them living wages or not? Nah? Like, that's all I want to know. We're encouraged by the continued conversation around the issue and look forward to further educating the community about our approach and processes. But the office never addressed the concern that neighbors aren't notified of what's going on until it's too late or included in the actual prosecution. Because why should you... I, the fucking entitlement of this shit. 
I don't like the way other people are fucking go to prison. It would be so much more effective if you wanted to have the community involved, said Risotto. The day before Channel 2 stories aired, a neighbor emailed us about the solicitor office uh, that reached out uh, to the neighborhood and wanted to meet with residents quickly. Okay. That's a fucking horrible article. Like, in every sense. Yeah. I just fucking... The the amount of fucking um, just stigma steeped into this article. (coughs) And society in general, really. Mm Mm-mm. All right. I have one more story. This is fucking awful, and I'm sorry to, like, do it to y'all, but, you know, the point of this podcast was to talk about sex worker rights, to talk about sex worker activism, sex worker advocacy, and be honest about the types of dangerous sex workers face, and that includes sometimes having to read really fucking horrible stories, and this is one of those stories. Um, And it is about someone who murdered a sex worker, And this is um, in Russia, actually. I don't think it says... Oh, Kursk. In Kursk, Russia. Uh, If you know Russian geography, you might know where that is. I do not. Uh, But a Russian doctor named Mikhail Tikhanov, who was 27 years old, murdered and then ate Nina Sergatskaya, who was 25, and then flushed the rest of her remains down a toilet, according to police. Uh, the pair were having sex when Takanov realized that she was trans and then proceeded to strangle her to death on her bed. Uh, the medic was on a night out. Uh, oh, first it says he's a doctor, now it says he's a medic. I don't know. Uh, but the medic was on a night out with Sergatskaya before, uh, before being invited back to her flat. But as the pair had sex, Takanov realized she was trans and had undergone gender affirmation surgery. He immediately strangled her uh, and then tried to hide the body by dismembering her corpse. Oof. Uh, police detained and questioned Takanov after uh, Sergatskaya's family reported her missing and called authorities to investigate. The police report into the incident said Nina had invited him to her flat. They continued to drink alcohol and had sex, but then he noticed his partner had previously been a man. She tried to continue the sex, but at that moment he began, he grabbed her by the neck and began to squeeze. He only stopped when she had no more signs of life. Takanov then decided to get rid of the body and took the corpse to the bathroom. Uh, I'm not going to read all the details because honestly it's like too much. He just, all I'm going to say is he cut her up um, and dismembered her. Um, And then said that he, uh, oh, and then he denied he was a cannibal, but told police he cooked the human meat to get rid of remains and then flushed them all down the toilet. According to the crime report, he put the head and limbs in a suitcase and he took them to his flat and he chopped those up further before throwing them into trash trash cans. It was at this point in the night when police came to detain him and found the horrific sight of, I'm not even going to say it, uh, they found some parts of the body. He had it covered with salt to get rid of the smell. Takanov faces up to 20 years in prison if convicted. Um, and I read that story because, yeah, it's fucking horrible, but there were rumors that this individual who was murdered was uh, had also done sex work. So I find that to be relevant. And, of course, you know, we talk about this all the time. A lot of sex workers are um, members of other mo- other marginalized communities, right? Whether that's having, like, disabilities, whether that's being trans, whether that's being a person of color, being an immigrant, so on and so forth. So, you know, I just, I, I know these stories are fucking grisly and depressing, but I also want to be honest about how real it is to be a sex worker and what type of dangerous sex workers face. I don't think that we, um, 
we'll get anywhere by lying about it or downplaying it. I do think we need to be honest about it, but say, but because this is the danger and we know the best way to keep ourselves safe, listen to us so we can prevent this from happening, right? And that's the whole point of the conversations around decrim. So, all right. Um, I know that was an incredibly, like, morbid episode, but it's been uh, about 15 minutes, so I am out of here. Uh, please remember to stay as safe as you are. Uh, as safe as you, I would say safe as you are instead of as safe as you can. I don't know why. But stay as safe as you can no matter where you are. If you like what we do in our content, you can always hit us up on paypal.me slash phoenixandwilliam or patreon.com slash winecellarmediafund. I am out of here. Have a good one, y'all.